Welcome to Move Forth with Grace. I am so glad you're here to immerse yourself into God's Word and to open your heart to His lessons today so that the wisdom of God can move through you and into the lives of those around you and continue in generations to come. Welcome, welcome. Today's podcast is brought to you by Neverbands. These are medical freedom bracelets I created for adults and children. I teamed with a medical ID jewelry company in Texas so that you can equip yourself and your family against the unethical enforcement of the experimental COVID-19 injection and any future injections that might come our way, no matter what situation you find yourselves in. By wearing these, we can band together to preserve our medical freedom. Go and check them out today at www.neverbands.shop. It is also brought to you by the Move Forth brand. On my website, you can find tips on freedom, health, and grace, and merchandise for you and your family. Also, you can find out how I can be helpful to you and your family as well. My website is www.move-forth.com. I'm reading from the Founders Bible. It is a New American Standard Bible, and it includes historical documents from the Founders era. You can find one at www.foundersbible.com. I absolutely love ours, and I highly recommend that you have one for your home. They're amazing. I'm also following the five-day Bible reading plan, and you can download and print a copy if you'd like to follow along at www.5daybiblereading.com. Well, today is day 152, and if this is your first time here on the podcast, welcome. I'm just so glad you clicked on the episode today. This is where we are providing a place to read the Bible in a year, but I do not recommend that you wait until January 1st of next year to do so. So I'm just so glad you're here. And you can absolutely continue from here, go to the end, and then pick up on all the episodes before now to finish it out. Or you can stop this episode right here, go to the day one episode, and let today be your day one in reading the Bible in a year. Either way, I'm just so happy that you have found this podcast and that you're here to do this. And if you've been here since day one, you are awesome, right? I mean, this is amazing so way to go and we have just wow I mean we have learned so much it's it's like mind-blowing so let's go ahead and get started and today we are going to be reading 2nd Kings 13 and 14 2nd Chronicles 25 Psalm 53 and Matthew 12 2nd Kings chapter 13 Kings of Israel Jehoahaz and Jehosh, in the thirty-third year of Josh, the son of Ahaziah, king of Judah, Jehoahaz, the son of Jehu, became king over Israel at Samaria, and he reigned seventeen years. He did evil in the sight of the Lord, and followed the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, with which he made Israel sin. He did not turn from them. So the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel, and he gave them continually into the hand of Hasael, king of Aram, and into the hand of Ben-Hadad, the son of Hasael. Then Jehoahaz entreated the favor of the Lord, and the Lord listened to him, for he saw the oppression of Israel, how the king of Aram oppressed them. The Lord gave Israel a deliverer, so that they escaped from under the hand of the Arameans, and the sons of Israel lived in their tents as formerly. Nevertheless, they did not turn away from the sins of the house of Jeroboam, with which he made Israel sin, but walked in them, and the Asherah, Asherah also remained standing in Samaria. For he left to Jehoahaz of the army not more than fifty horsemen and ten chariots and ten thousand footmen 
for the king of Aram had destroyed them and made them like the dust at threshing. Now the rest of the acts of Jehoahaz and all that he did and his might are not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel. And Jehoahaz slept with his fathers, and they buried him in Samaria, and Josh, his son, became king in his place. In the thirty-seventh year of Josh, king of Judah, Jehosh, the son of Jehoahaz, became king over Israel in Samaria and reigned sixteen years. He did evil in the sight of the Lord. He did not turn away from all the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, with which he made Israel sin, but he walked in them. Now the rest of the acts of Josh and all that he did and his might with which he fought against Amasiah, king of Judah, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the kings of Israel? So Josh slept with his fathers, and Jeroboam sat on his throne, and Josh was buried in Samaria with the kings of Israel. Death of Elisha When Elisha became sick with the illness of which he was to die, Josh, the king of Israel, came down to him and wept over him and said, My father, my father, the chariots of Israel and its horsemen. Elisha said to him, Take a bow, excuse me, take a bow and arrows. So he took a bow and arrows. Then he said to the king of Israel, Put your hand on the bow. And he put his hand on it. Then Elisha laid his hands on the king's hands. He said, Open the window toward the east, and he opened it. Then Elisha said, Shoot, and he shot. And he said, The Lord's arrow of victory, even the arrow of victory over Aram, for you will defeat the Arameans at Aphek until you have destroyed them. Then he said, Take the arrows, and he took them, and he said to the king of Israel, Strike the ground, and he struck it three times and stopped. So the man of God was angry with him and said, You should have struck five or six times. Then you would have struck Aram until you would have destroyed it. But now you shall strike Aram only three times. Elisha died, and they buried him. Now the bands of the Moabites would invade the land in the spring of the year. As they were burying a man, behold, they saw a marauding band, and they cast the man into the grave of Elisha. And when the man touched the bones of Elisha, he revived and stood up on his feet. Now Hasael, king of Aram, had oppressed Israel all the days of Jehoahaz. But the Lord was gracious to them, and had compassion on them, and turned to them because of his covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and would not destroy them or cast them from his presence until now. When Hasael, king of Aram, died, Ben-Hadad, his son, became king in his place. Then Jehush, the son of Jehoahaz, took again from the hand of Ben-Hadad, the son of Hasael, the cities which he had taken in war from the hand of Jehoahaz, his father. Three times Josh defeated him and recovered the cities of Israel. Amasiah reigns over Judah, chapter 14. In the second year of Josh, son of Jehoahaz, king of Israel, Amasiah, the son of Josh, king of Judah, became king. He, went 20, he was 25 years old when he became king, and he reigned 29 years in Jerusalem. And his mother's name was Jehoadan of Jerusalem. He did right in the sight of the Lord, yet not like David his father, he did according to all that Josh his father had done. Only the high places were not taken away. The people still sacrificed and burned incense on the high places. Now it came about, as soon as the kingdom was firmly in his hand, that he killed his servants, who had slain the king his father. But the sons of the slayers he did not put to death, according to what is written in the book of the law of Moses, as the Lord commanded, saying, The fathers shall not be put to death for the sons, nor the sons be put to death for the fathers, but each shall be put to death on his own sin. He, kill, he killed of Edom in the valley of Salt ten thousand, and took Selah by war, 
and named it Jachthiel to this day. Then Amasiah sent messengers to Jehosh, the son of Jehoahaz, son of Jehu, king of Israel, saying, Come, let us face each other. Jehosh, king of Israel, sent to Amasiah, king of Judah, saying, The thorn bush, which was in Lebanon, sent to the cedar, which was in Lebanon, saying, Give your daughter to my son in marriage. But there passed by a wild beast that was in Lebanon and trampled the thorn bush. You have indeed defeated Edom, and your heart has become proud. Enjoy your glory and stay at home. For why should you provoke trouble so that you, even you, would fall and Judah with you? But Amasiah would not listen. So Jehosh, king of Israel, went up, and he and Amasiah, king of Judah, faced each other at Beth Shemesh, which belongs to Judah. Judah was defeated by Israel, and they fled each to his tent. Then Jehosh, king of Israel, captured Amasiah, king of Judah, the son of Jehosh, the son of Ahaziah, at Beth Shemesh, and came to Jerusalem and tore down the wall of Jerusalem from the gate of Ephraim to the corner gate. 400 cubits. He took all the gold and silver and all the utensils, which were found in the house of the Lord and in the treasuries of the king's house, the hostages also, and returned to Samaria. Jeroboam II succeeds Jehosh in Israel. Now the rest of the acts of Jehosh, which he did, and his might, and how he fought with Amasiah, king of Judah, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Israel? So Jehosh slept with his fathers and was buried in Samaria with the kings of Israel. And Jeroboam, his son, became king in his place. Asariah, Usiah, succeeds Amasiah in Judah. Amasiah, the son of Josh, king of Judah, lived 15 years after the death of Jehosh, son of Jehoahaz, king of Israel. Now the rest of the acts of Amasiah, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the kings of Judah? They conspired against him in Jerusalem, and he fled to Lashish, but they sent after him in Lashish and killed him there. Then they brought him on horses, and he was buried at Jerusalem with his fathers in the city of David. All the people of Judah took Asariah, who was sixteen years old, and made him king in the place of his father, Amasiah. He built Elath and restored it to Judah after the king slept with his fathers. In the fifteenth year of Amasiah, the son of Josh, king of Judah, Jeroboam, the son of Josh, king of Israel, became king in Samaria and reigned forty-one years. He did evil in the sight of the Lord. He did not depart from all the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, which he made Israel sin. He restored the border of Israel from the entrance of Hamath as far as the sea of Arabah, according to the word of the Lord the God of Israel, which he spoke through his servant Jonah, the son of Amittai, the prophet, who was gath Hepher, For the Lord saw the affliction of Israel, which was very bitter, for there was neither bond nor free, nor was there any helper for Israel. The Lord did not say that he would blot out the name of Israel from under heaven, but he saved them by the hand of Jeroboam, the son of Josh. Zechariah reigns over Israel. Now the rest of the acts of Jeroboam and all that he did and his might, how he fought and how he recovered for Israel, Damascus and Hamath, which had belonged to Judah, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the kings of Israel? And Jeroboam slept with his fathers, even with the kings of Israel, and Zechariah, his son, became king in his place. Second Chronicles chapter 25. Amasiah succeeds Josh in Judah. 
Amasiah was 25 years old when he became king, and he reigned 25 years in Jerusalem. And his mother's name was Jehodon of Jerusalem. He did right in the sight of the Lord, yet not with a whole heart. Now it came about, as soon as the kingdom was firmly in his grasp, that he killed his servants who had slain his father the king. However, he did not put their children to death, but did, as it is written in the law in the book of Moses, which the Lord commanded, saying, Fathers shall not be shall not put to death for sons, nor sons be put to death for fathers, but each shall be put to death for his own sin. Amasiah defeats Edomites. Moreover, Amasiah assembled Judah and appointed them according to their father's households, under commanders of thousands and commanders of hundreds throughout Judah and Benjamin. And he took a census of those from 20 years old and upward and found them to be 300,000 choice men able to go to war and handle spear and shield. He hired also 100,000 valiant warriors out of Israel for 100 talents of silver. But a man of God came to him saying, O king, do not let the army of Israel go with you, for the Lord is not with Israel nor with any of the sons of Ephraim. But if you do go, do it, be strong for the battle, yet God will bring you down before the enemy, for God has power to help and to bring down. Amaziah said to the man of God, But what shall we do for the hundred talents which I have given to the troops of Israel? And the man of God answered, The Lord has much more to give you than this. Then Amasiah dismissed them, the troops which came to him from Ephraim, to go home. So their anger burned against Judah, and they returned home in fierce anger. Now Amasiah strengthened himself, and led his people forth, and went to the valley of salt, and struck down ten thousand of the sons of Seir. The sons of Judah also captured 10,000 alive and brought them to the top of the cliff and threw them down from the top of the cliff so that they were all dashed to pieces. But the troops from Amasiah sent back from going with him to battle, raided the cities of Judah from Samaria to Beth Horon and struck down 3,000 of them and plundered much spoil. Amasiah rebuked for idolatry. Now after Amasiah came from slaughtering the Edomites, he brought the gods of the sons of Seir, set them up as his gods, bowed down before them, and burned incense to them. Then the anger of the Lord burned against Amasiah, and he sent him a prophet who said to him, Why have you sought the gods of the people, who have not delivered their own people from your hand? As he was talking to him, the king said to him, Have we appointed you a royal counselor? Stop. Why should you be struck down? Then the prophet stopped and said, I know that God has planned to destroy you because you have done this and have not listened to my counsel. Amasiah defeated by Josh of Israel. Then Amasiah king of Judah took counsel and sent to Josh, the son of Jehoahaz, the son of Jehu, the king of Israel, saying, Come, let us face each other. Josh, the king of Israel, sent to Amasiah king of Judah, saying, The thorn bush which was in Lebanon sent to the cedar which was in Lebanon, saying, Give your daughter to my son in marriage. But there passed by a wild beast that was in Lebanon and trampled the thorn bush. You said, Behold, you have defeated Edom, and your heart has become proud in boasting. Now stay at home, for why should you provoke trouble, so that you, even you, would fall and Judah with you? But Amasiah would not listen, for it was from God that he might deliver them into the hand of Josh, because they had sought the gods of Edom. So Josh, king of Israel, went up, and he and Amasiah, king of Judah, faced each other at Beth Shemesh, which belonged to Judah. Judah was defeated by Israel, and they fled each to his tent. Then Josh, king of Israel, captured Amasiah, king of Judah, the son of Josh, 
the son of Jehoahaz, at Beth Shemesh, and brought him to Jerusalem, and tore down the wall of Jerusalem from the gate of Ephraim to the corner gate, 400 cubits. He took all the gold and silver and all the utensils which were found in the house of God with Obed-Edom and the treasures of the king's house and the hostages also, and returned to Samaria. And Amaziah, the son of Josh, king of Judah, lived 15 years after the death of Josh, son of Jehoahaz, king of Israel. Now the rest of the acts of Amaziah, from first to last, behold, are they not written in the book of the kings of Judah and Israel? From that time that Amaziah turned away from following the Lord, they conspired against him in Jerusalem, and he fled to Lashish. But they sent after him to Lashish and killed him there. Then they brought him on horses and buried him with his fathers in the city of Judah. Psalm 53, Folly and Wickedness of Men, for the choir director, according to Mahalath, a masculine of David. The fool has said in his heart, There is no God. They are corrupt and have committed abominable injustice. There is no one who does good. God has locked down from God has looked down from heaven upon the sons of men to see if there is anyone who understands, who seeks after God. Every one of them has turned aside. Together they have become corrupt. There is no one who does good, not even one. Have the workers of wickedness no knowledge? Who eat up my people as though they ate bread and have not called upon God? There they were in great fear, where no fear had been. For God scattered the bones of him who encamped against you. You put them to shame because God had rejected them. Oh, that the salvation of Israel would come out of Zion. When God restores his captive people, let Jacob rejoice. Let Israel be glad. Matthew chapter 12. Sabbath questions. At that time, Jesus went through the grain fields on the Sabbath, and his disciples became hungry and began to pick the heads of grain and eat. But when the Pharisees saw this, they said to him, Look, your disciples do what is not lawful to do on a Sabbath. But he said to them, Have you not read what David did when he became hungry, he and his companions, how he entered the house of God, and they ate the consecrated bread, which was not lawful for him to eat, nor for those with him? But for the priests alone? Or have you not read in the law that on the Sabbath the priests in the temple break the Sabbath and are innocent? But I say to you that something is greater than the temple is here. But if you had known what this means, I desire compassion and not a sacrifice, you would not have condemned the innocent. Lord of the Sabbath. For the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. Departing from there, he went into their synagogue. And a man was there whose hand was withered. And they questioned Jesus, asking, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath, so that they might accuse him? And he said to them, What man is there among you who has a sheep, and if it falls into a pit on the Sabbath, will he not take hold of it and lift it out? How much more valuable, then, is a man than a sheep? So then, it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath. Then he said to the man, Stretch out your hand. He stretched it out, and it was restored to normal like the other. But the Pharisees went out and conspired against him as to how they might destroy him. But Jesus, aware of this, withdrew from there. Many followed him, and he healed them all, and warned them not to tell who he was. 
This was to fulfill what was spoken through Isaiah the prophet. Behold, my servant whom I have chosen, my beloved in whom my soul is well pleased, I will put my spirit upon him, and he shall proclaim justice to the Gentiles. He will not quarrel, nor cry out, nor will anyone hear his voice in the streets. A battered reed he will not break off, and a smoldering wick he will not put out, until he leads justice to victory, and in his name the Gentiles will hope. The Pharisees rebuked. Then a demon-possessed man, who was blind and mute, was brought to Jesus, and he healed him, so that the mute man spoke and saw. All the crowds were amazed and were saying, This man cannot be the son of David, can he? But when the Pharisees heard this, they said, This man casts out demons only by Beelzebul, the ruler of the demons. And knowing their thoughts, Jesus said to them, Any kingdom divided against itself is laid waste, and any city or house divided against itself will not stand. If Satan casts out Satan, he is divided against himself. How then will his kingdom stand? If I, by Beelzebub, cast out demons, by whom do your sons cast them out? For this reason, they will be your judges. But if I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. Or how can anyone enter the strong man's house and carry off his property, unless he first binds the strong man? and then he will plunder his house. The Unpardonable Sin He who is not with me is against me, and he who does not gather with me scatters. Therefore, I say to you, any sin and blasphemy shall be forgiven, people. But blasphemy against the Spirit shall not be forgiven. Whoever speaks a word against the Son of Man, it shall be forgiven him. But whoever speaks against the Holy Spirit, it shall not be forgiven him, either in this age or in the age to come. Words reveal character. Either make the tree good and its fruit good, or make the tree bad and its fruit bad, for the tree is known by its fruit. You brood of vipers, how can you, be, how can you being evil, speak what is good? For the mouth speaks out of that which fills the heart. The good man brings out his good treasure, what is good, and the evil man brings out his evil treasure, what is evil. But I tell you that every careless word that people speak, they shall give an account, accounting for it in the day of judgment. For by word, your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. The Desire for Signs Then some of the scribes and Pharisees said to him, Teacher, we want to see a sign from you. But he answered and said to them, An evil and adulterous generation craves for a sign, and yet no sign will be given to it but the sign of Jonah the prophet. For just as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of the sea monster, so will the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. The men of Nineveh will stand up with this generation at the judgment and will condemn it because they repented at the preaching of Jonah. And behold, something greater than Jonah is here. The queen of the south will rise up with this generation at the judgment and will condemn it because she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon and behold, something greater than Solomon is here. Now when the unclean spirit goes out of a man, it passes through waterless places seeking rest and does not find it. Then it says, I will return to my house from which I came and when it comes, it finds it unoccupied, swept and put in order. Then it goes and takes along with it seven other spirits more wicked than itself, and they go in and live there. And then the last state of the man becomes worse than the first. 
That is the way it will also be with this evil generation. Changed Relationships While he was still speaking to the crowds, behold, his mother and brothers were standing outside seeking to speak to him. Someone said to him, Behold, your mother and your brothers are standing outside seeking to speak to you. But Jesus answered, The one who was telling him and said, Who is my mother and who are my brothers? And stretching out his hand toward his disciples, he said, Behold, my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of my Father, who is in heaven, he is my brother and sister and mother. And those are our readings today. And I had mentioned yesterday about Jonah, three days, three nights, and then Jesus talks about it here. And from various commentaries um, and, you know, studying recently this year, the Bible and Jesus and all of that, he was very much, um, he very much pointed to the Old Testament uh, when he was questioned, you know, by the Pharisees about the Sabbath. And I love this when he brings up about David and how when he was hungry on a Sabbath, he and his companions, he needed, he needed food and um, how he entered the house of God and then he, he ate the consecrated bread and he shouldn't have eaten it, but he was hungry. And what a wonderful example um, to bring up there because the Pharisees of that time were really trying to understand, um, you know, why he wasn't upholding the law. And he was just always, he always was prepared with scripture, uh, how he how we see Isaiah here, the prophet, and, you know, asking them, like, would you save your sheep on the Sabbath? I mean, seriously, like, would you go and save your sheep if it was in trouble? Of course, of course they would. So lots of wonderful lessons here from Jesus for us to learn and reflect and pray about. So, so good. Let's go ahead and pray. Dear Lord, thank you for this time today, learning about the kings and rulers. It's a lot of history, and it just gives us such a foundation, truly, to understand how things worked back then and bringing us to the lineage of Jesus, right? Just incredible incredible stories. We thank you for the words of Psalms today. And we thank you for the words of Jesus, the teachings of Jesus today, how powerful, how powerful they are and so applicable to today. Absolutely. A place where we can take time to reflect and pray. We thank you for those days that we find opportunities to do that. We thank you for another day of serving you and of leading others to Jesus, to eternal life. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, that concludes our episode for today. So glad you were able to join me today. And just, I hope the these lessons of Jesus really just 
bring a sense of peace to your heart. I know they do mine. Look forward to being with you in the next episode. Take care. <laughs>